Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Happy Monday, you know, and sometimes Mondays are just Mondays. That's what they are. And you just can't get around it. We did some uh, stuff in the studio here over the weekend, including moving things around, moving lights around, doing things like that, trying to get everything back just the way it was because we kind of had it set before. And of course, it's not happening. It takes a little bit of time to get adjustment back in there. We also have a new camera that we're working with and something's um, happening with that, but that's okay. That's okay, because we could be the federal government. The federal government can't even decide how much money they want to spend or need to spend, or they're just going to spend it forever. We're talking about the debt ceiling today. We're talking about the fact that our government, particularly the Democrats, just can't seem to control themselves when it comes to spending. There's a reason why they call them tax and spend Democrats, because that's what they do. They tax you and me. And then they spend the money. And then when they need more money, they just reach right back into our pockets and they try to pretend like, oh, no, it was the Trump tax cuts. No, 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 no. It's it's the Republicans' fault for not increasing the debt ceiling. We just want to spend as much as we want, as much as we can, and make the public as dependent on us as possible. Because that's what they really want. They want the peasants dependent on the, the government coffer so they continue to maintain control, just like they had control with COVID, just like they are trying to control us with the climate, just like they try to control us in every aspect of our lives. Because after all, that's what the federal government is for, right? We're too stupid to think for ourselves. We're too brainless, too... <sighs> Whatever. It's just, it just gets really frustrating for me because over and over again, we, come, we have these arguments. We talk about the debt ceiling. The Democrats always pull out, oh, the Republicans want to cut Social Security and Medicare and kill children and kill old people. As far as I knew, they're the only ones killing children in the freaking womb. And as far as cutting welfare benefits for Social Security and, and, and Medicare, that is a completely separate issue from raising the debt ceiling. Raising the debt ceiling has absolutely zero to do with it. They bring that up to fear monger and try to confuse the issue and try to distract the public from what's really happening. What's really happening is we have a spending problem. We have a serious spending problem. If they would just balance the friggin' budget, we're going to talk about that in a little bit, we wouldn't need to increase the spending limit. How about that? Balance the budget. Debt ceiling doesn't need to keep going up. But that's not their answer. Oh, no, no, no. But before we dive into that, let's remember, they like to say, oh, no. You know, the reason that we're having debt ceiling problems right now in 2023 is because of what Trump did in 2019, cutting taxes. And that's BS, complete BS. Just last year in August, they've passed the so-called Inflation Reduction Act. You don't think spending $1.7 trillion that wasn't even on the government books, this bill did not need to be done. It didn't need to be allocated. It didn't need to be spent. This was money and actions that never needed to happen. Almost $400 billion toward climate wet dreams, most of which is going to be completely wasted, okay? $300 billion in green loan guarantees, $80 billion to the IRS, to double the number of agents to $87,000 to take more money from you and from me to pay for their freaking spending. $60 billion for environmental justice initiatives, yes. And also there's some LGBTQ stuff in there because we've got to do that. And let's not forget the Michelle Obama hiking trail. There was also an earmark in there. There's tons of earmarks. 
all the senators that got bought off to vote for this thing. Nine billion tax credits for wealthy families to buy electric vehicles because the average person can't afford a sixty to eighty thousand dollar car. So we're gonna give tax credits to people who can. Two point six billion to conserve coastal habitats. And one point five billion to plant trees. And they want to talk about raising the debt limit now because they don't think there should be any limit to it. They think it should just go on ad infinitum, that they should, we should never have to control our spending because they're not normal people, after all. They live above the laws of the universe. Laws of the universe would say that a household only has so much money every month. They only have so much credit. Once you max out all those credit cards, and ladies and gentlemen, the credit cards of the United States were maxed out a long time ago. We may never recover. But we can try and we can start by shutting down the liberal communist Democrats' thirst and desire to constantly spend more and more and more and more money. We have already seen how the White House is going to try to attack House Republicans and maybe the Republican Party uh, in general. It is on throwing granny over the cliff once again. Here, listen to President Biden call for number four. We also want to talk about uh, uh, the extreme Republican economic plans. Uh, apparently, they're generally serious about uh, cutting Social Security, cutting Medicare. I have no intention of letting the Republicans wreck our economy. And this is coming up in the context a of the debt ceiling debate. How will Republicans fight back? Well, of course, we're not going to cut Social Security and Medicare. But what we are going to do is, is, is get a handle on this crazy spending. Now, understand this. Five weeks ago, the Democrats passed a $1.7 trillion bill that House Republicans opposed. And then one week ago, just one week ago, Karine Jean-Pierre says from the White House, the White House will not negotiate with Republicans on raising the amount of money, uh, raising the debt ceiling. Are you kidding me? They spend like crazy just five weeks ago and now say, oh, give us more money so we can continue to spend and we're not going to talk to you guys. That is ridiculous and no one buys that. So we need to, we need to put in place some structural. Yeah, they refuse to accept the fact that, you know what, there is a majority of Republicans in the House of Representatives. That means that that's what the American public wanted. We have a government by representation. By you refusing to negotiate with House Republicans, Biden, you freaking communist bastard. By you refusing to negotiate, you and your radical, you like to say extreme, extreme GOP. F you. Seriously. You're the people who are saying no way or the highway. All right? You're the people who are saying that if, if you don't do it the way we want to do it, then we're just not going to, we're not going to have that happen. Apparently, I got to log back in here. And so for them to sit there and try to say that somehow Republicans are to blame is ridiculous. They went ahead and spent $1.7 trillion dollars they increased the size of the IRS by 87,000 agents. They have a obscene amount of illegals coming across the border that we have to support record numbers, 2.5 million a month at least, that we have to be financially responsible for. 
And then they want to forgive student loans. To add on top of it, we don't have the money to forgive the student loans. We're not going to, the, the Republicans do not want to stop Social Security and Medicare. It's absolutely ridiculous for them to say so. Specific to the debt ceiling, we are, there are no considerations at all for reforms to Social Security and Medicare. $31 trillion dollars in counting. These are two different conversations. Congressional Democrats and the White House are trying to make it about Social Security to frankly scare people into thinking that Republicans are engaged in some subterfuge. That is not true. What we are talking about is reforms to spending uh, through non-defense discretionary dollars. Which 94,000 every man, woman, and child in this country would have to pay. I don't know about illegals. I don't know if they're counted in that number or not. 94,000 every man, woman, and child U.S. citizen would have to pay to pay off the national debt. Almost $300,000 per taxpayer, per actual taxpayer. So they can talk about, oh, we've reduced the deficit by this much more than any administration. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. The debt is still going up and up and up. Inflation rates are up because of your inflation problem caused by your spending problem. Let's see what Ted Cruz had to say. Joe Biden's position is facially unreasonable and ridiculous. Here's Joe Biden's position. I refuse to negotiate anything. That's what he's telling you. I don't care that there's a Republican majority. I don't care that we're bankrupting the country. I don't care that there's inflation ravaging this country. I, Joe Biden, will negotiate nothing to hell with you. Let's default. That's Joe Biden's position. And on its face, it is objectively unreasonable. The reason he can take that objectively unreasonable position is because he believes the press will protect him. He believes that in your coverage, you won't talk about how it's objectively unreasonable for the president to say, I don't care what the Congress says. My answer is hell no. And that's exactly what he said. I will not negotiate with Republicans. I will not negotiate this debt ceiling. You will let us spend more money or what? Or their next strategy is, let's get rid of the debt ceiling. It's like, hey, if we can't spend whatever we want and you, you won't, you, you're going to want us to actually cut back on spending and not increase spending. Instead, we're just going to get rid of the debt ceiling entirely. No, I'm serious, people. That's what they want to do. They want to completely get rid of it. And uh, it's, that's pretty crazy stuff. Now, back in 2011, Chuck Schumer, or excuse me, uh, 2017, Chuck Schumer said this. But the bottom line is we have a lot of issues to come together on. It almost always works out best in a bipartisan way when we can do those issues together. He's such a schmoozing son of a bitch. That was in 2017 regarding the debt ceiling. When everybody works together, and then meanwhile, Biden says this. No president added more to the debt in four years than my president. I I misspoke. 25% of our country's entire debt. Well, he spent 25% of our country's entire debt. Good job. And he's bragging about it. He's bragging about how much money he spent. You cannot spend your way out of debt. 
You cannot spend your way out of inflation. You cannot spend your way out of a financial crisis. Okay? And anybody who's ever balanced a checkbook or paid off a credit card statement or been in severe debt knows that. We have to live under those rules. But they have a different answer to this. AOC, same thing. Debt limit. Uh, Democrats have been in charge for the past two years. Do you think Democrats have spent too much money? Um, I think the largest contributor to the debt ceiling or to our deficit has been the Trump tax cuts. Yeah, so it was the Trump tax cuts from three years ago, three and a half years ago. That's what did it. That's what did it. So, like I said, here's what here's their answer to it. The Biden administration's answer to to uh, having to negotiate because they will have to negotiate with Republicans if they want to get something done on the debt ceiling. Their answer is to let's just get rid of the debt ceiling altogether. They literally want to take the purse strings away from Congress and make it a completely executive decision on the part of the administration that's in office. So basically, they don't have to ask Congress for money. They can just continue to spend as much money on whatever they want, anytime they want, ruled by dictatorial powers, executive order on whatever the President of the United States says. Completely getting rid of the congressional control on the financial purse strings of this country. And again, it's, I mean, you don't believe me? You don't have to believe me. I brought receipts. Lawmakers facing yet another debt ceiling countdown, and now Democrats are looking for ways to try and change the debt limit or just eliminate it altogether. Eli Moy joins us with more now, and um, here we are again, much sooner than anybody wanted to think we were, Elon. (laughs) Yeah, that's right, Becky. No one in Washington thinks the current cycle of debt limit drama is actually working. And that is driving some new momentum to change the game entirely. One idea that's getting traction is to shift the responsibility for raising it from Congress to the administration. Now, that proposal comes from Democratic Congressman John Yarmuth and Brendan Boyle. So just take, again, just take it away from Congress altogether and just let the administration decide that they can spend whatever they want whenever they want. You know, Wacky Senator, Warren. I, I, I don't mean this to sound accusatory. I don't understand what maybe you have, why someone like you doesn't lead a charge to just get rid of the damn thing. Oh, why do we even I'm have there, this baby. discussion? I am there. You're referring to me yes. without comment? I want yeah, to be clear. I'm thank everybody. you. Okay, yes, fine. yes. Thank I you. am totally there. Of course we should get rid of the debt ceiling. And there are 58 different ways you could do it. You just repeat the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Or you could say, whenever you authorize spending, which is what we've done, you're permitted to spend, you are automatically changing the debt ceiling for whatever it takes to accommodate that. Okay. Let me break that down for you. You make, let's say that a person makes $50,000 a year and they commit to buy, oh, I don't know, a $200,000 Lamborghini. Because they've committed to buy that, their employer is required to pay them enough money to afford it. This is what she's saying. That if the, if the, if the administration, the executive branch of government commits to spending a certain amount of money, that then Congress should be required 
to authorize that amount of money, amount of money to be spent. It's insane. It's, it's absolutely insane. The bottom line is the United States of America needs to live within its budget, and they refuse to. Here we go. Democrats push to eliminate the debt ceiling. Uh, Janet Yellen's on board with this, too. Allow unlimited government borrowing. Democrats say it's dangerous for Republicans to demand spending cuts as a condition of raising the borrowing limit. It's dangerous for us to expect, you know, the government to live within its fucking means. Dangerous. You know what's dangerous? Sending $150 billion to Ukraine. That's dangerous. Sending 31 M1 Abram tanks to Ukraine. That's dangerous. Letting Biden speak in public is pretty dangerous. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Let's talk about danger. Dozens of House Democrats have proposed legislation that would eliminate the debt ceiling, which would allow the government to borrow without any limit set by Congress. No limit. Congress means nothing. Federal government hit the $31.381 trillion debt ceiling last week, and the House Republicans are pushing for commitments to cut back on the record growth in federal spending, and it is record growth. Make no mistake. That their, their, their green new wet dream that they put into the so-called Inflation Reduction Act, all the COVID spending they did, now they want to forgive student debt. This Democrat Communist Party knows no end to spending your money. And if they don't have enough of your money, they'll just borrow it from China. Democrats accuse Republicans of setting up the possibility of prohibiting a debt ceiling hike, which would make the government unable to fund all of its current obligations. Fine. Fine. Don't fund them. Fine. Bite the bullet. Don't pay. At some point in time, we're going to have to pay the piper. At some point in time, this country will have to go bankrupt or the people will have to live in poverty. One or the other, maybe both. Democrats say a better idea is to eliminate all limits on federal borrowing and allow the government to borrow whatever it needs. Just sell the country to China. <laughs> we committed to buy a $200,000, $200 million uh, or $200,000 Lamborghini when we only made $50,000 a year. Therefore, our employer needs to pay for it all. By the way, we're the employer. We're the taxpayer, the American taxpayer. You know us? Yeah, we're the employer. Rand Paul has got something to say about this, and he's spot on. I'm gonna play the full clip. It's a little it's a little bit over a minute long, but it's it's well worth listening to. And it's something a point I made early on in the broadcast when I was still trying to get my uh, tech working, <laughs> my lights on the mic i mean everything was was blinking out all at once i apologize for the little bit of confusion and and wackiness there that happened toward the beginning of the show but one of the things i had mentioned toward the beginning of the show was that there would be no need to increase the debt ceiling if the federal government would balance the budget and it's something that's extremely doable we spend so much money on so many things and rand paul's 100% right. The, the cuts need to come, and they need to come across the board, including including military spending. Okay? Including state welfare programs. Everybody's going to have to give a little bit on what they want. And 
it's not gonna it's it's not gonna be easy, but it's the only way this country survives financially. And if we can't survive financially, then we don't survive. We can't just keep selling out to China. So here's Rand Paul. Check this out. President Biden says he won't negotiate over raising the debt ceiling. I have news for him. He absolutely will negotiate. Conservatives will not vote to raise the debt ceiling. The majority in the House, Republican majority in the House, will not vote to raise the debt ceiling without significant budget reform. The greatest threat to our country is, and the greatest threat to our national security is the debt. One of the great things about where we are now, though, is it really doesn't take as much as you would think to actually balance the budget. In Europe, over half of the countries balance their annual budget. We think of Europe, of Germany and Sweden, of having these large governments, and they do, but they're actually fiscally responsible in the sense that they spend what comes in. We could do it in our country. If we were to have a $100 billion cut, which would still have a spending way more than we spent before COVID, a $100 billion cut and free spending, we would balance our budget in just four years. <laughs> this is amazing. We have an opportunity here. It could be done, but it would take compromise between both parties. Republicans would have to give up the sacred cow that says we will never touch a dollar in military, and the Democrats would have to give up the sacred cow that they will never touch a dollar in welfare. Everything would have to be looked across the board. No one has a sacred area that would be immune and when you make the cuts across the board, they aren't as big as you'd actually think they would be. It's a responsible thing to do, but President Biden needs to know absolutely he will negotiate, and it's better to start now. And they hate that. They hate the fact that they are going to have to negotiate. The Republicans will not vote to just infinitely increase the debt ceiling without getting commitments in return to decrease spending. We have a representative government. The people of the United States elected the Republicans to run the House of Representatives. And they need to work with them or they're not going to get it passed. It won't get through Congress. And, uh, you know, so like I said, their answer to that is to just eliminate the debt ceiling altogether, which is insane. Just allow the... <laughs> Just allow the, the executive branch to decide about all the money, no control, no, no oversight at all. Do you have any indication that the president is willing to discuss both lifting the debt ceiling and the issue of future spending? Well, if he's changed his mind from his whole time in the Senate and vice president before, I mean, he literally led the talks in 2011 and he praised having those talks. This is what he's always done in the past. And if he listens to the American public, more than 74 percent believe we need to sit down and find ways to eliminate this wasteful spending in Washington. So, I yeah, I think the majority of Americans, other than those who live solely off the government rule, understand that we have a serious spending problem and that it can't go on forever. Right. Here's the none better take of the day. The de Democrats seem to want to think that they can just spend their way out of anything. They can spend their way out of inflation. They can spend their way out of debt. They can spend their way out of deficits. They can spend their way out of or borrow their way out of uh, over overrun budgets that they can't control. They think Elizabeth Warren, in fact, specifically thinks that we should get rid of the debt ceiling entirely. And her her reasoning is that if the executive branch commits to spend a certain amount of money, 
that no matter what, we should guarantee we should borrow enough money to pay the things that we said we would. As I said, that's similar to, you know, a person makes 50 grand a year and they want to buy a 200,000 Lamborghini. Well, that's obviously they can't afford that, but you know, since there's no limits on their debt, their boss or their credit card company just needs to pay for it. And they'll just borrow it and keep stacking it up and stacking it up. I mean, the government having a $31 trillion debt is like a individual who makes $100,000 a year having a $10 billion debt. It's just astronomical. It would never happen in the real world. It would never happen to a household. You have them out there doing what they always do, and that's trying to scare people. Oh, the Republicans want to take your Social Security and your Medicaid and your... No, no. That's a completely different conversation. Yes, cuts do need to be made there, just as well as they do in the military. Okay? But that has nothing to do with raising the debt ceiling. Okay? Raising the debt ceiling is needed because we made financial commitments that were not within our budget, just like we did with the $1.7 trillion Inflation Reduction Act. We committed funds to projects, including the Michelle Obama trail, including to social justice or social equity products, including projects for the LGBTQ community, 87,000 new IRS agents, 150 billion to Ukraine, money that we do not have in the budget. Brand new, brand new money, not paid for. And the next time we run up against our debt ceiling, They're going to go back to Congress and say, we need to get more money again. When the answer is really very simple and Rand Paul pointed it out perfectly. If you have a balanced budget, you don't need to raise the debt ceiling. You live within your means, just like every household in this country is required to do. Or you go bankrupt. And that's where the United States is heading is bankruptcy. You can't continue to spend forever. They just want to keep borrowing money from China at massively high interest rates right now thanks to their reckless spending that created the high interest rates to begin with. And the circle goes round and round and round and they would run this country into the ground until everybody is poor, dead, or both and the only people living are the political elite. But eventually they'd get overrun. That sort of thing doesn't stand. It doesn't stand in any country in the world. Eventually, the people have enough and they say no. Fortunately, we're pretty civilized here in the United States and I don't think it's going to come entirely to that. We do have checks and balances. We do have the Supreme Court. We do have a divided Congress right now. But this is not a new problem. It's an age-old problem. Is the United States government has become so massive and so hungry and so just so desperate to meet their lobbyist needs and the voters needs and to get reelected to maintain their power that they commit financially, they commit the United States and therefore the taxpayer financially to burdens that we cannot possibly pay back. And so they just borrow more. Rand Paul was pretty good. If we made cuts across the board, every, if you made cuts across the board of the entire federal government to the tune of $100 billion a year in four years, the budget would be balanced. Four years. That's all it would take. 
Would it hurt? Would some people lose their perks? Would some people lose their earmarks? Would some programs lose some funding? Yeah, they would. What's the alternative? It's Margaret Thatcher is famous for saying, spending other people's money is great, but the problem is you eventually run out of it. I paraphrase. Anyway, this has been the Nun Report. Thanks for watching. If you're uh, just on, uh, if you're just listening on the radio, Renegade Radio, or one of the podcast channels, make sure to check me out on rumble.com slash the Nun Report and see all the video and everything there. At the Nun Report on all socials except for TikTok because I don't do that commie BS. Or just go to my website, thenunreport.com. You can catch everything right there. One stop, one shop. There you go. Anyway, thanks again for listening. As always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers.